Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Hi everyone, it's Coot here. In today's episode of the Soul Talk podcast, I'm going to share with you the five keys to overcoming procrastination and owning your power for real. Are you ready? Are you ready or are you procrastinating? Are you ready? (laughs) You know, I think we've all at some point in our lives, we have procrastinated on doing what we know we should do, uh, uh, starting the diet, uh, uh, exercising, you know, writing our papers, writing that book, making that phone call, um, you know, taking care of our health, our finances, whatever it is. We procrastinate. Sometimes I think to myself, why don't we just procrastinate to procrastinate? Then if we procrastinated to procrastinate, we might actually get things done. But we say to ourselves things like, tomorrow, you know, another time, next week. I don't feel like it right now. And we often put off until tomorrow what we know we must do today. So what have you been putting off? until now? What have you been putting off that you know you must do? What important things are you procrastinating dealing with? What are you avoiding? We often make excuses that sound reasonable. We lie to ourselves. We bullshit ourselves. We settle often for our own seemingly logical excuses of our rational mind. And we convince ourselves that what our mind tells us is really what we really want, but it's just mind games. If you listen to everything your mind tells you, you will not reach your full potential. Procrastination, I found, is one way that we avoid, actually, our magnificence. We avoid stepping into our greatness and end up playing small. The ego's game is a game to postpone. The ego's game is the, is is a it's a game of seeking and seeking and seeking and never finding because once the once we find then what would our egos do the ego is always on a quest and that quest is what keeps itself alive this keeps the game of our egos going procrastination is one strategy to avoid completion to avoid fulfillment and keeps us in the uh, shall we say safe hiding zone of always seeking, 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 seek, which the ego wants to always seek. So what are you procrastinating? Why are you procrastinating? This is the question. So putting off until tomorrow, what you know must be done today won't make it easier tomorrow. Have you noticed? Like when you when you procrastinate and you go to do it next week and you go to do it the following day and the following week and the following month, it's not like it's any easier. The pressure mounts up, builds up, and we create so much drama and unnecessary stress for ourselves. Likely then doing what we know we need to be done when we actually get to do it isn't 
enjoyable. Because we now there's pressure. We have to get it done. We don't have a choice. And, it, you know, it, it can be quite stressful. Sometimes we, uh, that stress, uh, that drama can, can sometimes be a, 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 actually an addiction, an, an, an adrenaline rush that we get addicted to. So if I procrastinate, I don't do it, then I'm forced to do it when it comes down to the deadline. And then we end up dead. That's why I think we call deadlines a deadline because we end up so exhausted and we go from low to high and high to low on a roller coaster. But that's not really a sustainable way to create success. Success is created by consistency. Consistency is the key that will trump momentary spurts when you're faced with a deadline any day. When you do what's right in front of you, you create more space within yourself to be present and more powerfully productive moment to moment. What you take care of today is going to affect tomorrow. And in the process, you end up becoming the person who is more ready to handle what is right in front of you now. So, folks, whenever you are playing a big game in life, just know it's inevitable. It's unavoidable. You're going to be tested. You're going to face challenges. You're going to face problems and difficulties. This is part of the journey. You're going to face resistance from within yourself and life. It's part of the journey that will require you, demand from you, if you want to rise into your full potential, to, to move through your mind, to go through your limits, to follow through and become the highest version of yourself to face your internal demons and resistance and say, I'm going to choose to do this now. I'm going to choose to handle this now. I will not put this off. What have you been putting off and what is it costing you? I believe that the more you handle the small steps impeccably with great excellence, the more the universe will entrust you with bigger and bigger responsibilities and also bigger and bigger success and rewards. If you can't handle the small stuff, how will, how will we handle the big stuff? Because if we're procrastinating in a big way with the small steps, you can imagine the size of our gargantuan, how gargantuan your procrastination is going to be when you're faced with the big steps. So if you want to change the world, if you want to make the world a better place, a good place to start is by moving through your own procrastination and keeping your word and doing what you say you were going to do. It might seem like a seemingly small action, but those small actions lead to big results. So why do we sometimes procrastinate? I mean, I think we all have our own excuses and sometimes we BS ourselves into believing certain reasons and we try to rationalize. But I think sometimes what I've observed is many times we're, we're so busy trying to, to be perfect and do it perfectly and not make a mistake and we get paralyzed in, in, the, in, the, in the prison of perfection, which is really an illusion. There's no such thing as perfection at the level of the personality, at the level of the relativity, at the level of your mind, at the level of the world. It doesn't exist. Perfection is a concept. And many times your own concept of perfection can't actually be met. And so don't let trying to do it perfectly or be perfect uh, hijack or keep you in a prison that limits your ability to take action now.
those that are successful don't try to be perfect, but they do their best with great excellence and perfect through taking action, they end up perfecting their process along the way. And so many times we end up procrastinating because we, we're afraid of, we somehow think if we don't do it, if we don't take action by not doing it and not doing what we know we need to do, that we don't have to face a potential future failure. Avoiding future failure is not a path to success. Success is not a straight line where you go boom, 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 success, mountaintop. Success is a series of zigs and zags and lefts and right. It's a zigzag, zigzag process. It's an imperfect process. Many times you won't think you're going on the right path. Many times you might think you're not making any progress. Many times you might think you're screwing up. But all those screw-ups that you think are screw-ups right now are necessary ingredients and necessary learnings for you to truly step into who you're meant to be. Sometimes, the another reason I've seen people procrastinate, which I mentioned earlier, is sometimes we think that we'll, we will function uh, better under pressure. So we leave things to the last moment, which only causes more stress and anxiety. And like a champagne cork just popping out of a, a champagne bottle, we finally just force ourselves to take action. But it's so stressful, which usually also leads to making mistakes because we're not fully present. We're not at our best. We're not calm. We're not focused. You know, Bruce Lee, one of my childhood heroes, would often say the key to power or your power is direct uh, uh proportion to your ability to relax when you leave things the last moment and now you're forced and pressurized to take action you're not relaxed you're not functioning at your highest level your work will unlikely be your best you know another reason i've seen people procrastinate is sometimes we just get lazy and we settle for the superficial immediate gratification of the moment of just relaxing of chilling out or just having fun and 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 sometimes we just act on the fleeting fleeting whim of the moment. This is how I feel. I'm just going to follow the flow. I'm going to do what I feel. I'm going to live in the moment. You know, that's not really living in the moment. Living in the moment is doing what you no, you must do in order to further your true potential. No, doing what you know you must do right in front of you to fulfill your purpose. But we sometimes call just, I'm going to have this ice cream. I'm going to lie on the couch. I'm going to, you know, go on social media and just scan through Facebook for, for, for three hours and waste time just being in the moment. That's not being in the moment. That's being a slave to your limitation and your mind. So we sometimes get lazy. And so I feel we must, you must have a deeper commitment and a deeper sense of knowing why you're doing what you're doing that motivates you. If you don't know your deep why, so really connect to if there's things you know you must do, exercising, eating healthily, you know, uh, saving for uh, a house or a project. Really get clear what your deeper motivation is, what your why Otherwise, it's easy to not do what you know is needed or what you know you must do when you don't feel like it because you don't really know why you're doing what you're doing. You see, achieving your dreams and your potential 
living your potential isn't always easy, which is, I think, why so few people actually end up doing it. It requires that you face yourself. It requires that you you commit profoundly. It requires that you're devoted, that you go beyond your weaknesses, that you transcend your limitations, that you don't accept your limitations as your who you are, but you move through and that you're consistent in choosing to discipline yourself over and over again to for, for the highest action in the moment to do what you know is needed daily so you're not just following your mood. This is Many people I hear say, this is just the mood I'm in. If you just follow your fleeting mood in the moment, you won't do what you know you needed to do and what you committed to do in the beginning. So observe, is this a true authentic feeling or is this just my mood? Likely it's just your fleeting mood. Just because you don't feel like taking an action in a given moment doesn't actually mean you shouldn't take it. I think about my own life. The amount of times, you know, I'm really into exercise and health. I used to run a lot. Now I go to the gym. I run. I do different things each day. But seven days a week, I do something physical for likely, you know, maybe an hour or so each day. And there's many days I don't feel like it. I've been working. I've been on planes, traveling, speaking in my seminars, you know, teaching. I do an event in Bali where I teach literally 12 days, but for 14 days, I sleep maybe two to three hours because I'm prepping. I'm teaching for 18 hours, 19 hours, 20 hours, some many days and they're long days. And, 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 and so my body doesn't always feel like it, but I have a deeper commitment to being healthy. I have a deeper commitment to, to operating at optimum. I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. So even if I've slept an hour or two or three or four certain days, obviously it's not every day. Because I know my why and because I have a deeper commitment, it moves me through. Because I have a deeper commitment and know why I'm doing what I'm doing and I feel like I'm on purpose with my life, uh, it moves me through the challenges, the inevitable challenges of building anything, creating anything great. And so, folks, it requires the courage to face yourself, to go through your limits, to break through your limits. So here's five simple keys. Number one, if you're dealing with commitment, just begin. If you're dealing with procrastination, rather, just begin. Beginning is the hardest part and is often <clears throat> where people stumble because they make it more, they make things more complex than they really are. And we freaking complicate things when many times things aren't that complicated. And sometimes complicating things in our mind is the ego strategy to not have to act. And so we end up procrastinating, putting things off because the perception in our mind is, is too damn complicated. So the hardest part of something is starting. Commit. So my encouragement, folks, is don't think, commit, begin. Don't think, commit, begin. I often say the hardest part of meditating isn't the meditating. It's just sitting your ass down on a cushion, on a chair, and just closing your eyes and meditating. The hardest part of exercising is just Lacing up your shoes, putting on your gym clothes, and just standing in the gym. I, I, I encourage people, don't even focus on working out. Put your gym clothes on, go to the gym, and just stand there for five minutes. And if you want to go home, go home. But likely, if you take that small step and you begin, you'll, you'll generate momentum. Number two, take small steps. Sometimes we focus on all the things that we need to do, the 57 steps, and it becomes a little overwhelming. So here's what I, encourage, I would encourage you to do. Don't look at everything you need to do or the 57 steps that you need to do to complete this project. Break your task, break your projects down into small tasks, small action steps, into simple, manageable steps 
actions that you can take, micro steps that you can take uh, and that you can do and accomplish in each day. A couple of things now, it won't seem overwhelming. Ask yourself, can I make this one phone call? Can I make? Can I send this one email? But when you think about, can I do these 7,000 things, the mind goes into overwhelm, shuts down, we procrastinate. Can I make this one, can I send this one email? Can I do this one thing? Now it's no longer a big project and likely now you have a simple, you don't have the resistance to taking that one step. But now once you have your all of your, your steps broken down, you're simply focusing on the next action, what's right in front of you, the next action, can I take this next action? And so the resistance isn't there, but number two, when you take that step and you complete that thing, you check it off, you you're internally you have a feeling of accomplishment, which success breeds momentum. Success breeds success. You check it off, you did it, you feel good about yourself, self-esteem grows, take another step, feel good, completion, you succeeded, boom, the cycle of success. The momentum expands. And so focus on what is the next action step that you can take that is right in front of you. You'll find that you get much more done. Third, I would encourage you, if you've been dealing with procrastination issues, to stop multitasking. That's right. Cut out all distractions and single focus your energies on what you need to do. If you're going to have a phone call, have the phone call. If you're going to eat, eat. If you're going to, then your energies aren't spread in 14 directions. And now you don't have the full power of your concentration of focus and attention to really act. Right. Uh, if you're going to send that email, send the email. If you're going to have the ha do what is in front of you to do, take the action that you need to take so you have the full intention, power, creativity to get it done. Multitasking, I think, distracts us to a point where you end up in the long run getting much less done. You know, it, 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 and it ends up taking more time. And also, when you're multitasking, you're not present. When you're not present, you don't actually experience the full experience, the full learning, the full joy, the full the full experience, the full uh, fulfillment of the completion of the action because you're split in seven directions. So stop multitasking, which I think is an addiction. Number four, I would say observe your mind. Observe your mind. Start cultivating a relationship. I've actually talked about this in, in another episode of Soul Talk, but observe your mind, have a relationship with it. Just because a thought is in your mind telling you, don't do that, do that tomorrow. You don't have to do that now. Put that off. Doesn't mean you should listen to it. Your mind is always selling you a bunch of stuff, a bunch of BS. It's not necessarily true. If you listen to everything your mind tells you, you will not reach your greatness. Observe your mind, thank your mind, bless your mind, and make a choice anyway. Just because a thought is in your mind telling you to procrastinate doesn't mean it's fact, doesn't mean you should listen, realize that you are not your mind. And at any moment, if you can observe your mind, you're not it. You are that which is observing. And if you're that which is observing, there is space in that space. You now have the power to choose. You have 65,000 thoughts a day. The mind is just generating thoughts. As you observe those thoughts, you can start choosing which thoughts, as the witness, which thoughts you're going to listen to and begin creating a different story. Number five, I would say you can reward yourself in healthy ways for the completion of projects, of actions, tasks, and projects along the way. So you're not waiting till 
five years from now to get some reward, you're finding healthy ways. It could be a small way. It could be singing. It could be listening to your favorite song. It could be you find ways that bring you joy. You find ways that nourish your inner child. You find ways that make you feel good, that that have you feel rewarded in healthy ways because many times we wait so long that we don't feel the reward now. And, and so as a result, we end up procrastinating or shutting down or sabotaging ourselves as an unconscious way to try and get some internal need met that hasn't been met in some way. And so find ways to make the process of the uh, of the achievement and attainment of your dream enjoyable along the way. Happiness is the way, not just the destination. Happiness is the way, is the journey and the destination all along the way. And you might find that when you're happier along the way, you end up being more productive. You end up being more productive. Likely, you're going to be more successful. Each moment, folks, is an opportunity to choose your greatness. Each choice, each time you exercise your intention and your choice, and you make the choice when your mind's telling you no, and you say, I'm not going to listen to my mind. You, you generate more power inside yourself. You generate more internal trust inside yourself. Your self-esteem grows. Your soul force grows. You go beyond your limits. You become more truly, authentically powerful. Then it becomes easier to make the choice the next time and the next time. And you enter a cycle of momentum and success. Choose your greatness. Give yourself permission. Go beyond procrastination. It's time for you to be amazing. And folks, look, if all else fails, freaking remember your death. You know, if you if death doesn't motivate you, look death in the eyes. Remember, you could die today. This could be your last moment. You are going to die and feel your death, breathe your death, remember your death, you know, embrace your death, pray to your death and let death, not from a morbid sense, but let death motivate you because then you realize there are no refunds in this game of life and you have no time to procrastinate because all that time you're procrastinating a day, a week, a month, a year to write that book, to ask that girl on a date, to get married, to have that child, to do X, whatever whatever it is that you're procrastinating doing, you you start realizing, ask yourself, whatever, if I didn't do this, if I didn't take this, if I didn't fulfill this, would I regret this if I was dying right now? So what must I do? Be express. Actions must I take so that I can live with no regrets. Live each moment, folks, with no regrets. What is it time for you to do? What is life calling you to give? What is life calling you to express? What is your soul calling you to step into? You know, deep down, as you listen to me, this message right now is your sign. It's your wake-up call right now. Your soul, your destiny is calling you. There's no time to waste. The time is now. And you're it. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this short episode of the Soul Talk podcast. Please, again, share this with your friends. Share it with all those you love. Download this episode. Subscribe. Subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast. And uh, if you haven't been to my website, by the way, a lot of you have been asking about my events and my live events. Uh, go to my calendar. It has all my live events. I hope to you know, come to a city near you soon. Look forward to meeting you soon, folks. Let me know what you got from this episode. Until then, big hugs. Love now.
If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.cooplaxon.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.